Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's 902-1OMG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. <gasps> it's another episode of 902-1OMG, you guys. And OMG. Um, just want to let you know, it's 8 a.m. here in California. <laughs> Early for me, Amy Sugarman, not a morning person. Everybody, we know no, that. No, I go to bed. At, I go to bed at two. It's like the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm sorry to make you get up so early, but I got things to do, Amy. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry, Tori's sick, but she'll be back so soon. I she'll hope so. so Jeez, because this was a big episode to miss. I mean, this is this episode this week is is a well. There's no other real way to say it. It's a real stinker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was so hoping you didn't like it because I love every episode and I I, I hate this episode. Oh, thank God. 
it's just dumb. I happen to so, I happen to know I can speak on behalf of Tori that she too would hate this episode. So question number one, do you remember filming, shooting it? Because it's so different. Do you have any memory of it? <laughs> no, man. I was stoned the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was tripping out on LSD. And you guys, wait, wait, wait. I just want everybody to know we're talking about um, oh, yes. season four, episode 25. The time has come today. To have a shit so episode. And March 23rd, 1994. Um, give you a quick synopsis here. Brenda refuses to go to the, sh- to the, <laughs> Brenda refuses to go to the snow oh. with the group. Brandon gets agitated, but Brenda becomes fascinated by a diary that takes her on some groovy flashback to the 60s. Directed by Jason Priestley. Written no. by Charles Rosen and Mick Gallinson. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Sorry. Jason directed this. Sorry to burst now, your Jason bubble, but. Uh, but, okay. So that does sort of ring true because the other one he directed had sort of a funky tone to it, too. Oh, right. With the yip, 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 and the pop, with the guys. Yeah. The three it had sort of, of a, it all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. What? It's like. So this had that same tone. So that sort of makes sense now that you're saying this. No, but it's did, still did, terrible. Did, this had no tone. I'm sorry. This it's so bad. I apologize on behalf of the institution of Beverly Hills 90210 for this episode. Literally what I thought was like, you know, we're in a writer's strike right now, that there was like a writer's strike and they had to bring in rando writers <laughs> who didn't know the characters and just were like, oh, okay, we got to write something. Well, it says here it was written by Mick Gallinson and Charles Rosen. So usually the EP on the show doesn't put his name on something unless he had to come in and fix it, I would think, or unless this was his brainchild. So I, I like Charles Rosen, but this is a terrible i love charles rosen but yeah it just was you know what it is my problem was i i don't even know how we're gonna recap it today because who cares <laughs> i don't care about any of these random people played by you guys like it was so like what are we gonna go scene by scene right now talking about like, yes yes Wendy amy that's exactly or- what we're gonna do because this is called that to an omg I, I mean, have plenty of thoughts. I, but I, I, I think, I, okay, so could it have been, we could go on the, the we call Chuck and ask him, like, what the heck happened with this? It feels like, because Chuck yes. was, a, was a little bit older than us, you know, and maybe this was some some stuff that went down in his 60s experience, in his real life, maybe. I don't know. Then maybe give me, okay, and I'm sorry to, like, rewrite the episode, but, like, I <laughs> guess do. maybe I would have. I would have cared more if it were one of your relatives that we were digging into. Like if you found the diary and it was your grandma, do you know what I mean? Because my problem was I don't care about the random people that lived at the Walsh's house before they lived there. And can you believe the coincidence of it all? (laughs) Can you? Can you disbelieve it? Parallels. The parallels. (laughs) the sister and the brother living there in those bedrooms. And then what are the chances that the brother, Will, works at the beach pit? I mean, this is just too good. First of all, and the peach pit just had different 
shudders. It was so weird. And oh, and, and just, Nat was Italian, like, like <laughs> straight, yeah, from the country. Well, played by Nat. And then they're like, which one of these people is uh, Joey or Bobby or whatever the guy's name was? And then you see a total rando picture. It just, oh, I hated it so much. Let's just, I don't... There, I don't know any other way to do this, Amy, either than just you and I shoot the shit for an hour or we go episode, I mean, scene by scene. I have some things that we can analyze. Okay, then let's, but for let's the do the latter. Part, <laughs> okay. It's so bad. Okay. <sighs> well, so I would like to start on a high say, note. Oh, <laughs> 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 I know. It opens basically on um, Steve and David. Right at the jukebox, baby, <laughs> and the peach fit. And th- this is them normal. This is them as Steve and David. Yes, thank goodness. You know what saves it every time is that smile of Steve Sanders. What oh, the heck? Jenny, here's a problem with us. We share one brain. <laughs> Were one. you like, oh my God, his smile? <laughs> yes. Where did you get I that? I literally, Ian Zeering has the cutest, sweetest, most charming, warm mm-hmm. what, smile. That that to me was the best part of the entire. Yeah, it was. It really, really was. There's just that little glimmer of devil behind it that makes it even better. Because you know he's just yes. capable of terrible things. <laughs> but that smile. And is that like I, I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to ask him one day? Like, is is that just his regular smile that's so charming, or like? Did he perfect that smile for this mm-hmm. character? Like, oh. you gotta ask him. I, I have <laughs> so a feeling melty. I've it seen just... that smile all my life, so I'm pretty sure that's an Ian's earring yeah. specialty. So the whole premise is so dumb. Like because, they're going skiing again. Well, and Brenda just got out of the slammer, and she's like, "I ain't let go." Well, she doesn't want to go, but maybe she's bummed out because she was in jail, and she's like, "Oh man, what am I doing with my life?" Like, I get that. <laughs> Like she doesn't want to go just like skiing and she's not feeling it. I mean, I think she it would have been good for her. On, she loves Dylan. That, the, the, that was basically the only, like, is that why this whole storyline happened? Is this why this whole episode occurred was to get that little golden nugget of information? Uh, duh. Yeah, she sort of, did she have mascara tears? Like, was she kind of Lauren Conrading it in that bed with the crying with the yeah. mascara? Or yeah. did I just... She- those were that. real tears. <laughs> it's like so weird. Those were real tears. All right. So they're going, they're going skiing. The group is going skiing. And Brandon's got a skis all waxed up. He's waxed and psyched. I mean, not to quote him or anything, but to quote him. <laughs> uh, skis are waxed. I'm psyched. Okay. I wish someone would go in and yank out all the dumb 68 stuff. <laughs> And just give me the scenes with the, the the people I know and just make it a 15-minute episode. What are you talking about? You knew all of minutes. these people. No, I don't like them. Although I did like Brenda's denim on denim. Did you see that? No. She was wearing like denim shirt and denim jeans that looked very like current. I was like, oh. As a 60s cool. girl? Nope. This was still Brenda in, in the, the 90s. 90s. Okay. All right. Well, that's because it's come back around. That it was March when this aired, the end after sweeps. And I think they ran out of money and just had to like make this episode. You know what they ran out of? Shits. They they just ran out of shits. <laughs> like they just gave no shits anymore. 
I what, what about giggles? Do they have any nope, shits or giggles? None of those either. I think everybody, all the everybody got to go on vacation except the people, like the one cameraman and maybe the sound man, because I saw his boom in the show a few times. Uh no, and maybe the hair and makeup person because of the wigs, they had to be there. Okay, go ahead. So, do you want to talk about <laughs> do you, which wig do you want to talk about first? Well, first I want to talk about that. Jason Priestley, and I, I like this always makes me sort of cringy to say, but I had to say it suddenly has a much hairier chest than ever. Wait, before. when did you notice it? It was popping up out of the button down. In in what scene? Very early on. As like, Brandon. I was like, Where did that come from? Oh, yeah, yeah he has a hairy like, chest. I love it. Maybe. And I just never noticed it before. I didn't notice it when he was like. Didn't we have a shower scene with him just like yeah. two weeks ago? Well, maybe it just sprouted out. Maybe it just, he hit that point in puberty when the chest hair sprang right out. Or maybe he shaved it for the shower scene. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, Maybe he yeah. waxed that instead of his skis. I don't know. <laughs> and he's so mad. He's so mad. At Brenda for not going on yeah. the trip or for just being Brenda. He's just mad at her. Everybody's mad at Brenda these days. Kelly's pissed at her last week. Brandon's a dick to her this week. Like, uh, I feel like something's about to happen and it's making me very uncomfortable. Just ha- make it happen and get it, rip the band aid off because this whole waiting for Brenda's character to depart is killing me. It's a little rough. And so I also was wondering did they do this? Because it's very Shannon centric episode. So it's kind of like we knew there was trouble in paradise, but then they give her this episode and she's actually fine in it. She's, she's fine. It's just so dumb. I don't care. I mean, she's fine in it. You're right. It really did not seem as if she cared that much to like give it her gusto, give it her all. But who would would care? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Who, Who really would care? So here's one note I did have. Hmm. If this was today, this episode would be completely different because my actual thought was all these people need to deal with Brenda's mental health. Like she. <laughs> I know like when she, so- when Brandon says to her, I'm getting really sick of this or whatever he says, she was like, so am I regarding her like un- unwellness. Yes. I, I was like, oh no, we need it. some action needs to be taken to help her. Just don't leave Literally, her alone. I wrote, I think she's depressed, which w- makes sense after this traumatic experience she's had, both with Dylan, Dylan uh-huh. her best friend, uh-huh. and Jail. Uh-huh. And everyone's just mad at her. Yeah. Well, she doesn't make it easy to love her. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, the, the, she doesn't make it easy to help her or want to be there for her because she wants to be alone and doing it on herself. Yeah, right. On her right. Own. She doesn't want to go to the swap meet. <laughs> just so, who wouldn't? I mean, have you gone? Jim and Cindy were going to the Pasadena swap meet. That's a good one, you guys. All day, by the way, because they left in the morning and they came home and it was pitch dark. Ooh, who can do that? Maybe they went to have some dinner after or maybe... A movie. Something, yeah. I but I love that they gave the Rose Bowl swap meet a shout out. Like yeah. for anyone that that's actually like the very legit swap meet. It still goes that's on every <laughs> uh, every month. It's the best one to go to. 
She wanted to go for a bike ride and take a bath. I didn't ever know her to ride a bike, but okay. Yeah, never seen her take a bath either. I always thought she was more of a jogger. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, take a bath. That's okay. The way she finds that for her mental health—that's true. We should we should do something. The way she finds the diary. I know. Don't get me started. (laughs) Why would she do that? Well, you can. You can. It's. You can tell right away when she sits on the bench, which she sat on a million times. But this time she sits on the bench, it's uncomfortable and some there's a bump under my butt. Like what <laughs> okay. Was it? Like, <laughs> I've never noticed that bench in my life, by the way. Like I sat on that bench many a times and I never felt a bump from a warped board. And she's prying it out like she's like grunting a little <clears throat> trying to get that out. But magically the whole board just lifts out. And there she sees the dusty diary. Well, first the orange bandana and the peace necklace. <laughs> to s- establish to everyone watching, I think hmm. we're going back in time. Maybe to the 60s? <laughs> <laughs> then I felt like they started playing Titanic music. And I don't oh, know if it was because. My God, I thought the same thing. Cut it out. I literally said to my husband, are we on the Titanic with this music? (laughs) And I don't know if it's because we're watching it weird, you know, like it's not the original music. It's gotta be. But like. It's gotta be. That can't be the real music. They're literally playing the theme from Titanic. It was like (laughs) flutes. There were flutes in that accompaniment. I (laughs) called it out. Oh my God. Dear diary. The voiceover. Am I mistaken when she says, Mom, you won't believe what I found? And then Cindy's just like, we out to the beast. Swap me. Doesn't even ask Beep, beep. I don't have time for you, Brenda. (laughs) Jim's waiting for me in the car. I've got to (laughs) go. Doesn't even politely say, what did you find? Or save that. I'll be back in a few hours and you can tell me all about it, honey. (laughs) 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 Because everybody's hating on Brenda, even her mother. Oh, gosh. But yeah, that voiceover was was rough because it just felt like she was reading like the phone book. She was like, dear diary. Sorry, no offense. I just call it like I see it. If this was my character doing that, I would have said the same damn thing. It bored me from the gate. Beyond. And also calling your diary diary in your diary. <laughs> Wait, no one what? does that. Like, Doesn't that what people diary- do? Don't they say dear diary? Yes, but then there's another, a couple sentences later, she says, I'm having such a crazy day, diary, or something like that. And I'm like, (laughs) maybe she meant she had diarrhea and she just like, I don't know. Oh, Make sense of it. I wonder if people are going to send us notes like, I love this episode. Like, does anyone love it? I want to hear. I wish we could call somebody right now or have somebody call us right now, which would be impossible. To just tell us why they liked it. Like, let please enlighten us because maybe we're missing something. Maybe there are people out there that really liked seeing their favorite characters on TV dressed up in costumes. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. 
we've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. 
Shout out to TV Dinners. They got sort of a nice plug. I'm, that looked t- disgusting, what they were feeding the family. Uh-oh. Well, and what mom, like Mrs. Walsh, is fe- or, or the fake Mrs. Walsh, whatever, is feeding TV Dinners. <laughs> that wasn't Mrs. Walsh? I'm so confused. <laughs> this is the fake Mrs. Walsh. I really liked her, her perm, though. But wait, I tell you and, what. And the glasses on fake Mr. Walsh and Brandon. Will? You mean Will? <laughs> Will Will was intense. He scared uh-huh. me. And you know what oh Will reminded God, me of? Yes. I wish Tori was with here with us because <clears throat> she would she would probably know what I'm talking about. Like Will reminds his energy and like his this his vibe reminds me of when Jason would direct. He would be like that, a kind of a more intense, like I got it all covered and handled. And that's how he made me feel. So I did not even realize that he directed this episode until <laughs> I've started this podcast this morning. It does sort of make things like interesting that well, he now, directed when it. I wish I had, had to, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it could have helped me out. It's like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. So then, uh, wait. How'd you feel when the door opened and there stood Dill? Wait, Dill. This is the this is like the the perfect moment to call him Dillwig, because that's maybe this is where it came from. Maybe this is where the guys coined him Dillwig because this is the episode where he's Probably. wearing a wig. So bad, and he and just keeps going like that, and he keeps flipping his hair. <laughs> I I think as he had to. I think Luke had to do something. It, to alleviate his awkward energy with that wig on. Because he knew it was so dumb, too. He had to have. With that. It's almost, yeah, it's like you all were playing it jokey. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe that was my problem, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. No one's playing it like you're really in the 60s. You're playing it like you're in Halloween costumes, just being <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and his mustache didn't go with the wig, it didn't go with the era. Look. That felt like um Emperor's last wish mustache. Like, you know, you see in the Disney movies, that Mulan movie. Those guys had that mustache. <laughs> ah, Pretty so sure. <laughs> then the thing that of course jarred me the most, which I'm sure you, we flip back to the nineties and Brenda puts her boots on her bed. You didn't like that. Just I wrote, my God. Like, you know what, Amy? I, too, had the feeling that that was a bit disrespectful. However, I then thought, well, that's what teenagers do. They don't, they don't care about yes, things so. like that. So then it felt really true, like a real moment. But the problem for me was, like, once we established Dylan in that wig and Brandon in that situation, like, my, the people in the room couldn't stop laughing Loudly, yeah. and I so I don't even know what happened from then on. Well, don't be a crumb bum. <laughs> you hear that? I, isn't that and, a, the, did they use that word in the? Yeah, that seems a, like something. It's a crumb bum. It's a you know, it's like a pain. Like a not. Don't be a a bummer. Don't be a. And the fake Mrs. Walsh just just chewing. Eating. She really liked the, the TV well, dinners. She, she just wasn't going to. Oh, you know what, though? Here's what. 
uh, all of them looked ridiculous. Every single person in the show looked. Yeah. The two people that looked believable were Donna. She looked believable. And great. Yeah. She looked adorable with that 50s. I mean, it was kind of 50s, not 60s. She was. Yeah. She was playing late She's, 50s, probably. Uh, yeah. She hadn't. Yeah. She hadn't turned over to the 60s I, yet. You looked great at parts, too. I thought there was a couple parts where I'm like, it's almost like you looked younger than you looked the week before. It was really weird. Like, you looked super young and I, cute. Yeah. I the felt girls like Kelly better. was, like, checked out. Even though, like, her character was so supposed to be, you know, have some impact on the diary reader, Brenda, uh, I still, I just felt like I slash Kelly was just checked out and thought, this is ridiculous. I don't want to be doing this. That's what Look I felt. Again. So we're, we're, we're just dealing with this like sort of cartoony version, right? Of mm -hmm. the 1960s. And then all of a sudden we're just thrown into Robert Kennedy and he shot and it's like historical and what is going on. And it's I'm just not handled well at all. Like that huge moment in history. And it, I mean, it was rough. I, I thought, wow, I don't know. Uh, the other person that looked really good was David. I felt like David looked really good only because if you took him out of this episode, I could see, actually, <laughs> I could see that person at my husband's bar in on the east side. Like, he looks like a hipster. Like, he, he looks like yeah, today's Yeah, he didn't hipster. look quite as bad. Nah. And all the sort of jokey jokes, oh, you don't have to inhale. <laughs> who who were the druggies, though, in this episode? Like, all of a sudden, they were smoking weed by the campfire with new people. That's what I said. I wanted who to know who these they were. Randos. Yeah. Me too. I thought, can we just follow them? Yeah, this, this seems interesting. <laughs> Nope, nope, and never Andrea, see them again. Mm -mm. It's like we haven't seen Andrea. Then she's back at the peach pit. <clears throat> then Brenda comes in and tells them all about the diary. But wait, wait, <sighs> what about when when they're at the one of the rallies or what's there two rallies? I don't even understand yeah, it all. But yeah. what about when, when Brandon uh nope, Will comes charging through and he's like channeling Forrest Gump. To uh, totally, yeah, in a bad way, yeah. and then fights Dylan, fake Dylan. What? <sighs> because it, those two were going at it, and Will, Wendy's brother Will, was conveniently at odds with the love of Wendy's life. <laughs> you know, it's bad when I wanted more from the librarian. I was like, <laughs> can we just hang with her? <laughs> I, I felt like, bad for the librarian because she had some clunker lines, man. Like she really committed to her that and it, it was bad. Just, oh God. There's that one shot of Tori as Donna at the, one of the rallies with the, it's almost sort of an image you've seen a lot. She's wearing the cool sunglasses. She's got the headband this way mm -hmm. across the forehead and has that cool shirt. That was the best part of the whole episode, too. I'm just like, that's a great shot of Tori. <laughs> oh, the, the way they um, they worked all the, like, like, the song lyrics into the dialogue lines. Like, did that bother And the, the shot, yeah, <laughs> it didn't bother me. <laughs> like, I love the show. 
And I don't remember watching this episode before. And obviously when I've rewatched, I certainly skipped this because it's probably only the second time I've ever seen this episode and it's garbage. And then they shout out the 2001, like, I think a space odyssey, you know, that movie. Yep. She says Um, it was a real space odyssey. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Well, what about, I, yeah, you can't be with the one you love. Love the one you're with. They're, oh, see, it's girl. just they're laden. It's laden with terrible lines. My apologies for whoever I'm offending, but I can't help myself. But uh, how did Brenda come to the realization through Wendy's diary that she loves Dylan, and that's why she didn't want to go skiing? Is that a reach or is it, or would you? Uh, first of all, if we really go with the timeline of 90210, we know that she did get in the car with Dylan in Palm Springs and say, I think I still love you. Now in the car, she, or, or right after she actually says, I think it was just the upsetness of Stuart. So we sort of make peace with that. Then when we last left our friends, they were all hunky dory after the jail incident and all the fighting, everything was good. Mm-hmm. So suddenly she's like bitter party of one, doesn't want to hang out with her friends. And now she loves Dylan. Well, I mean, if I were a real Brenda fan in this moment, I would probably say she was masking her true feelings this whole time. And this really exposed her deepest feelings because she had this time alone with her diary, Wendy's diary, and it caused her to contemplate. The only thing I will say of this episode that I felt was sort of symbolic or could be was when we go to the back to the 90s and we find Wendy, mm-hmm. Brenda, mm-hmm. goes and finds Wendy. And we find out, I thought I thought this maybe was significant that Wendy did go to Woodstock. Woodstock. I thought, am I to take something mm-hmm. from that? That Brenda's like, really gonna take some action. If, yeah, like don't let don't let because a boy kind of a thing isn't going right that it that you stop your dreams or. But did she go was, to? Did Wendy go to Woodstock with Dillwig? <laughs> I think maybe that was the message. Don't let your your true love get away from you. Go to Woodstock with him. Okay, I took a different message was it doesn't matter about the boy mm. go to Woodstock solo. Okay, I like your message much better than mine, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. And that's literally the only message from the whole episode. Yeah, that and don't do drugs because don't do psychedelics, probably. And don't kick in your television. Gee. That was so aggressive. I know, but I love Cindy's reaction to it. She's like, oh! <laughs> and she goes, I was watching I that was watching program. Yeah, program. <laughs> I really like it. And, and they're eating jello. Did you see that? That they were eating green jello? Oh, man. Oh, I hate this whole I thing thought, so like, much. Wow, like, I'm so, I can't believe we all survived as a, as a race after what we had to eat. In the 60s, like those foods and the metal and the processed and the, yeah. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFun Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And here's my other sort of problem is she loves Dylan. She's boo-boo-boo-hooing. Mm. Then she, she finds everybody, it's the whatever. And then the gang comes home and they're all heading off to, was it Palm Springs or something? Yeah. Where were they going? And then she she sort of bebops along and it's fine. Yeah. Because, you know. She's what got a suppressive. Like, I'm so confused. It's and very and now she she doesn't love Dylan. Well, what is she going to do? Proclaim it there in front of everyone because they all come magically to the Walsh Casa in what in the same moment. The whole group nobody's travels together. Doing, nobody's doing the math on how far it is to Mammoth. I mean, it is five hour drive mm-hmm. to Mammoth. Mm-hmm. In two hours, they literally think. Yep. 
just left. They're go. They went all the way to Mammoth. That and then the snow wasn't good or something happened. Mm-hmm. They're coming all the way back. Mm-hmm. They're picking up Brenda like there hasn't been a speck of traffic. Wait, and they're going to go in the same day. I think it's a different day, but still, who drives to Mammoth and turns around and comes right back the next day? Rich kids, that's who. <laughs> Wants to drive to Palm Springs. Like, I wouldn't fight the 10. Oh, they don't give a shit about the traffic. They don't care. They don't care about that gas mileage. Oh. No. But you know what else happened? Which really wasn't even, like, talked about or emphasized. No. (sighs) Whoever the hell David was in this episode, he has sex with whoever the hell Donna was. And then, like, huh? <laughs> then never talks to her again. So clearly we're to take from that how good it is that Donna's holding out on David. Makes us like Donna a little bit more, maybe. I don't know. And like, okay, as a viewer, are, are we to take all of this as foreshadowing? But then I'm like, we don't, these people are not connected to our people. I tried so hard to keep them connected. Like I tried, I tried so hard to make it like relevant to the current world that these kids live in, but it wasn't. And I, you're right. I wish it had been tied together somehow. Give me some reason to care about these randos. Mm -hmm. I also have a flag on the play that when Jim and Cindy come in, I can't remember at what point Jim's got the apple, right? Jim's. Chomping on the apple. Then we go into the bedroom and Cindy's got the apple. <laughs> well, because I think back then apples were the way to combat the, the lack of nutrition they were getting. This, 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 this was dinners. in the 90s. Jim had the apple back in oh. present. Oh, it was such a mess. Oh, it was such a mess. Was, I have to stretch my legs. That out. was, like, you know, I think it was just a mess. I feel bad. I feel bad for hating it as much as I did because I'm. I know that that was a lot of work. Everybody put a lot of time and effort into those costumes and those wigs and really committed to it. That wasn't even good. If they wanted to do it, do it good. Instead, they did it so cartoony. Yeah. What about when Andrea was dancing with the daisy in her moo-moo? Good God. How long is this girl going to be pregnant, you guys? (laughs) Back in the 60s. (laughs) Pregnant in the... Yeah, what are the chances? It was like, my, I think would have been like, just don't put her in the 60s. Like, just say she didn't do that part. Yeah, what was it? Why would they do that to her? Maybe she wanted okay. to be a part of it. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a total jerkwad, mm-hmm. but I actually think this episode maybe would have been better if other people played all these fake people. Like, just hire actors. But then Oops, you would have been like, I care even less. <laughs> I like, just how's that possible? Know. I just didn't. I, I just was like, this is so irritating. We are really just bumming so many people out right I'm now. I'm so sorry. I, I what, really what a way to back. start your week. This is something we hate. Let's talk about <laughs> it for an hour. And there's never any gonna good going to come out of this. And I didn't hate the scenes with the real people I care about. That's why I'm saying, like, just say we're out of money. We don't have any good ideas and make it an eight minute episode. Fine with that. (laughs) Eight minutes. 
<laughs> oh man, I don't know. And I kind of did sort of do a deep dive to try and see could I get any sort of background on this. Oh, what was the what did the title even mean? The time has come today. Mm, maybe the time has come, which is like the reference to then, but today. So we're to see the parallels. Fail. <laughs> The only takeaway now that I get is that Jason Priestley does have a very unique directing sensibility that I should have spotted. Meaning? It sort of does remind me of the last time he he directed. Mm. It's different than just a regular old episode. I feel like there's a general feeling of more like fun. Like people, everybody's, especially the guy characters are looser in their acting. Just having more fun. Yes. And they almost it almost breaks the storyline. I, I, now yeah. I'm fuzzy, but the last time he directed was like, like the Magic Mountain Day, right? And then they were filming that dumb Yeah, then they commercial came on and, top and, of each other in that one shot. And they're randomly helping that rando girl. It it pulls you out so of the it, story because it, it's not the characters, it's the it's the actors. So maybe that when they write an episode like this, do they write it for him to direct? Like, hey, we're kind of like stopping the storyline for a hot minute because this has no purpose. No, I don't think so. I don't think that they wrote this for him to direct. I think when you direct an episodic like this, you get what you're given to direct. You're like, oh, here you are. This is your episode, episode 25. And it happens to be a 60s flashback. And you're like, what? Right, right, (laughs) right. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I don't know. It's just really just so bad. It's my least favorite of the whole thing. So of far. The whole, I, definitely so far, but I, I think in the whole 10 years, unless there's another Whoa. one of these I forgot about. I think there might be because I remember an episode. I think it's not like a flashback, but it's like a past life regression where Dylan is doing deep therapy or something. And has I remember wearing a wig and being in the, in the old West days. So I know there's something else coming. I don't know what season that is, but it's something to look forward to. I weirdly, not to jump around, stumbled on an aggressive TikTok the other day of Kelly doing so many drugs. (laughs) You should have sent it to me. I should have forwarded it. (laughs) Just going through a drawer and looking for drugs. And I just was like. Oh, oh God, no, that's I have coming. That to look forward yeah, to that. I'm not looking forward to that either. Well, it's weird because Peter, <clears throat> a.k.a. Dylan. I can't believe he's even getting their names. He, well, his name is Peter. I don't know why that stu- <laughs> stood out to me. Uh, but he gets bashed over the head by the cop. So, but he lives. And then Will dies. Dies in the war, which nobody. It's not. I don't want to hear about that. It's so bad. (laughs) I want to try to redeem it, but I can't do it. Mm, I actually was stressed yesterday because I watched it a couple days ago, and I was like, "How am I gonna talk to you?" (laughs) I know. (laughs) What do you give it? Oh, what do you give it? Let's score it. I like to see what you give it. You don't have I your don't board. paddle. Okay. I'm just gonna hold it up. It's big. three. You give it a three. It's my lowest ever. I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you on the three. Maybe a two slash three. Wow. 
that's that's harsh. But but mm. I don't know. I, I'm just, I don't want to end on this sour note. I want to find some comedy or or, or joy. I'm sorry. I feel like it's my fault. <laughs> I feel really responsible. You're <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I think it's priestly small. I think it's the, I'm telling you, it's just. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Our producer just wrote something <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> she said, let's just tell them what she said. Our producer said, <laughs> on a high note, David had blue balls in the 60s, just like he does in the 90s. Okay. But um bum Next week. And a, ba- and, and a bath will solve everything. That's well, the other thing. You know what? That's away. true. For me, that's true. You're so not a bather? Oh, I love a bath. I love a bath. I can stay in there for two hours. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. And people leave you alone usually when you're in the bath. And especially with TikTok these days, I can get in there with my phone and literally wait, 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 scroll wait, wait. TikTok. That's, you can't. That you can't take your phone into your bath. I do. I do. Amy, I do. first of all, that defeats the whole bath purpose. I could watch an entire movie in there now. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's one thing. But if you're TikToking in the bathtub, you oh, have a problem. That's, it's almost like I don't feel guilty TikToking in the bath. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm in here. I don't have anything else to do. What if you drop your phone in the bathtub? Tragic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I, I? What's next week? I pray. Oh, are we getting the play next week? Wait, what is next week? It's called Blind Spot. Episode twenty six next week is Blind Spot. That's your homework, everybody. But yeah. no idea what it's about. None. Not not one. There is some some good stuff coming. Blind Spot. I think we just sort of pretend this didn't happen. Hmm. And. Oh, I'm sorry to go on and on, but Brenda in the 60s didn't look 60s. No. She was the one. She looked like 90s. In the, it's just, yeah, I got the sense from not only Kelly, but Brenda, too. They didn't want to be doing that episode. It felt like <laughs> nobody wanted to be a part of that, except maybe Steve looked like he was enjoying it and Dylan was enjoying yeah, the it. Boy- more fun mm-hmm. just being clowns about it mm-hmm. with the, it's like yeah they were just like i'm just gonna camp this up yeah it just felt like um <clears throat> oh and but, then brenda took the mustang why well because didn't brenda she take was out the of taurus right i know but <laughs> yeah but like did she usually take the mustang she usually drives mom's wagon That's true. which i think looks like a taurus but i'm not really sure if it was a ford taurus back then. well maybe mom was busy at the <laughs> Swap me. I don't know. <clears throat> it's a lot. It's a lot. I feel like everybody needs some time to just sort of like put this behind us. And so let's sorry, all just, I'm bum. let's just all move forward <laughs> and maybe forget that this ever happened. Can we do that? <laughs> we have to. There's no choice. There's no choice. <laughs> Well, I really want to just thank everybody out there for spending an hour of your week with us. Everybody that stopped listening 32 (laughs) minutes ago. Aw, I feel like our true, true fans stuck with us, Amy. They're mad that, you know, sad that Tori's not here. They hated the episode too, but 
it's a it's a thing. So next week, hopefully, Blind Spot will be better. Even though Blind Spot oh, is sure. Blind Spot, the name of a TV show these days. Oh. That's um. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, that's my ex husband's ex girlfriend's TV show with James Spader. Oh no. Oh, I think her name's Blacklist. Jamie Lee Curtis. No, not Jamie. No, I know who you're talking mm. about. It's not Blacklist. Oh, it's Blind Spot. Yeah, the girl with the Blind t- she has all the tattoos. Isn't that the name of that show? Yeah, what was that oh, show? Oh, I know called? that show. Trust me. That's not called Blind Spot. I never Spot, watched is it? it. I did. Randy, is that the show with Jamie Lee Curtis? That's not her name, but I know you know who what you're talking, talking about. about. I did watch it for a minute. <laughs> no. It's called Blind Spot. You're right. You are correct. The next episode is called Blind Spot. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a girl who wakes up covered in <laughs> tattoos, stuffed in a duffel bag. Because that, that'll <laughs> be fun. It's like a fighter and a CIA agent. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. All right, guys. Oh. Well, even though the episode sucked, <laughs> we don't. And neither do you. Have a great week. Love you. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year 
year with a new Visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.